Hello, traders and friends. Today is Friday, November 20th. Welcome to the Are You Green podcast. Today has been an exciting big sell day for me as a swing trader. You know, I am um, holding a lot um, in my brokerage accounts. So it's really great when I have a day where a bunch of my sell orders uh, come through and I can, you know, report that the target was hit. So we'll dive into that in a bit. Um, but the SPY opened at 357.45. Previous close was 357.78. And is the SPY green? No, it is not. It is in the red. XLK, the technology sector, um, is opened 121.47. Previous close was 121.36. And um, right now it's around 121. So the XLK technology sector is also in the red. Um, and now the question everybody wants to know, are you green? Yes, I'm green. Usually, um, a lot of times my account does follow the SPY. So, you know, when the SPY and XLK are both red, I'm expected to be red. But today, because I had a big sell-off day from the open um, and I'm still holding some, a lot of great stocks, I am in the green. Um, and not only that, but I have a lot of cash on hand from selling. And I just can't wait to invest that next week and do this all over again. Um, so we'll dive into my personal swing trades in a bit. Um, in terms of the market, when we take a step back and look at it from a um, bird's eye view, there's been a lot of churning. But you know, that being said, this sell-off or this red day, it's not you know, a huge impact. We're not, um, you know, really in the red by that much. So it's actually a really good time in the market. Um, considering what's been happening in the world, um, people are really hoping for a spring reopening. And um, in the news section uh, after the break, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, what people are predicting in terms of vaccine production and what's happening with the Pac-12. So stay tuned. So just a couple of news headlines to talk about today. Um, Pac-12 conference reported its revenue today and um, or more, more accurately reported the revenue that they're losing. It was shocking to see this number. It's $5 million lost every single game that has to be canceled um, due to COVID-19. That's you know why they're canceling the games. So this is a huge number. Um, what makes me really sad about this is is that you know that represents money that normally feeds back into scholarship funds, feeds back into the sports at the school who that might not be you know um, the big like football team, but other sports get funded uh, through you know those profits. So um, yeah, so that is a really sad number, um, and you know that kind of brings us into vaccine news because it's apparent that we cannot control this outbreak. And we need a vaccine more desperately than ever before. Um, I would say we need a vaccine more than the situation in April because it's showing that it keeps on surging. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I I can't wait to you know till that gets rolled out. And that made me interested in looking at the vaccine production. So um, 
I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not trading any of the vaccine tickers, those those drug companies, because of the unpredictable market that we're in. Um, and I like to trade based on the charts and my strategy, not just based on the news. And um, like I said, it's those tickers are just very unreliable. Um, but the vaccine production does really interest me because sooner vaccine is out, the sooner the economy will continue to go up. It was actually so interesting listening to CNBC today, an expert from like Schrodinger's investment firm, you know, one of those old men. Um, he was, you know, stating the obvious, which is that the economy will go up with, you know, a vaccine. And he was then talking about how, you know, we won't see the, the like rally in the economy that everyone is thinking we'll see, that it will be, you know, a slower grind up and that we'll have pullbacks. And his investing advice was to buy on those pullbacks. And I just thought it was so funny because he presented this as if he was a genius. But in reality, like everyone says, buy low and sell high. And that's pretty much what he said. Um, the problem that people have is what to buy and, you know, where to sell and, and like at what level to sell it at. So um, anyways, I'll, I just thought that that was really interesting because, um, you know, they state the obvious so many times on those shows, and I just like love to call it out. <laughs> uh, back to the vaccine production, though, I did just want to run over these numbers. Um, so they did say that they are producing 20 million um, to be distributed by the beginning of December this year, um, and obviously those will go to healthcare workers um, and you know maybe even a part of the vulnerable population. But then in 2021, they are producing enough vaccines to um, have 25 million distributed every single month in 2021. So that is really good and really exciting news. Um, and we'll continue to follow that. But that being said, you know, it's still going to take a long time to get us vaccinated. And as people mentioned, you know, the economy will grow, of course, but there will be pullbacks. Um, but I, like I said, I love to just trade the stocks uh, charts, just trading the charts, following my strategy. I follow a pivot reversal strategy. I have a scanner that scans um, when there are large moves down to pivot points. That's a proprietary scanner that I purchase a subscription for every month. You gotta, you know, spend money to make money. And that is one of those products that's 100% worth it for me. So uh, when we come back from a short break, we'll go into my trades today, which I mean, so many. So I had two day trades today. I know I just posted in the subject line one or in the title of this episode, just one. But then I looked at my account. And I was like, oh, yeah, I made another day trade today. So we'll go over that. Um, and then we'll also go over a bunch of swing trades that I got out of, including Twitter, Slack, EA and SPT. So stay tuned. Welcome back. Let's get personal. So today um, I did do a couple day trades and swing trades. Um, as I mentioned before, I do follow a, a really great strategy and I make my own plans from there. I have a target profit goal for a day trade to make anywhere between a half a point to two points and for a swing trade to make anywhere between two points to four to three points or four points, right? So. Uh, as far as how long I hold for, 
I usually am able to buy and sell within 90 days. If I have not sold within that 90 day period, that's a huge indicator to me that I might have been wrong on that trade. And at that point, I kind of reevaluate my exit strategy and I might exit um, at a loss. So luckily it didn't come to that with any of these swings. Um, so that's really great. Um, but let's talk about the day trades first. So we day at WDAY. Um, I was excited to see a drop with them this morning. Um, I have traded, swing traded this ticker before. Again, technology sector, what can I say? You know, I, I'm pretty predictable. Um, so I bought this at 212.89 and I was thinking it could be a swing and I had buy levels lower, but didn't go lower. It popped up higher. So unfortunately I didn't even get a chance to size in a lot. Um, so I did go ahead and sell it at 215.61 for a profit of 2.72 points. So that definitely fit my target and I'm happy with it, right? I also bought really small this morning into LI. Um, as I mentioned on my segment before on the last episode, I'm gonna be very, very closely watching the electronic, the um, electric <laughs> vehicle market. The EV stocks are so great for day trading and swing trading, a lot of volatility and um, you know volume there. So I'm just watching them like a hawk, right? And LI popped up um, this morning because you know they were down and so I did go ahead and buy small size at 36.81. Um, and as soon as I bought, I just didn't really like that level. Um, and then I just decided to, you know, make this a true day trade. I sold it very quickly for 37.85 and made a 1.4 point gain. So, I mean, that's over the one point, over one point is really good for day trade and I'm happy with it. Um, so diving into the swing trades, we had so much going on today. And if you guys are kind of confused, like how was it that I was able to manage those two day trades and then sell all this stuff? It's because my orders are put in ahead of time. So with the swing trades, I do have a plan for them um, and I put in selling orders according to the pivots. It's important to go back and re-evaluate those plans because the pivot points do move. So that might, you know, change where it, where your exact order is going to be. Um, so yeah, but besides that, you know, I put those orders in and I forget about it. Um, and then when they get filled, I'm just like, cha-ching, cha-ching. So uh, Twitter, <laughs> TWTR, we'll start with that one. I entered the trade on October 30th. My average was 41.92. Um, I have, a, my target goal was 45.15. I sold a small piece early on today at 44.28, and I got, you know, point, um, I got two points, 2.36 was my gain. So over two points. This is really good um, in my target profit. I took it, but I left a lot on um, for a sell at 45.15 and it came this afternoon right before this uh, podcast recording. So um, that was really great. I'm out with a gain of 3.23 on that one. So a little over three points. Again, just right at my, you know, sweet point, sweet uh, target for selling. Um, 
Another stock I sold today was EA. You guys know Electronic Arts. I've been in this for a while. Um, I My average is at 111.60, so really, really low average on this one. Um, I did sell a piece of it on November 12th for 122, making 10 points. So that was such a great trade. I left a little piece on with EA because, you know, I felt like um, it was worth it to leave a small piece on and to really see if it can get to 123, which was my original goal. I had been watching it since, you know, very closely since the November 12th sell. Last night, I decided to lower the target to 121.20. So it's a little bit lower than what I sold the first piece for, but I just didn't like where the pattern was going here. And, um, and yeah, and I really just thought, you know, it's, it's gone a little too long at this point. Um, I would rather have the cash to trade next week. So I did sell that for 121.20 with a net gain of 9.6 uh, points. So, you know, over nine points, really, really great for a swing trade. And that's another thing that you really need to evaluate with your trading plan and your strategy. Every single swing trade that I'm in is taking away potential opportunity, right? So what is that opportunity cost? Like what is with my cash tied up in this, in, you know, a certain swing trade, what am I losing because I can't buy more of a certain stock or I can't even enter into a new one. So that's why I did decide to take my profits still a great profit point while I could. Um, the other trades that I exited out of are SPT. You guys have been with me the whole way through this um, Sprout social trade. My average is 44.50. I've been buying into it as it got lower and then today, perfect levels right where I thought it was going to go. I sold a small piece at 46.55 for a little over two point gain. Then I sold the rest of it um, today for 47.65. So another three point gain. So really happy about the way that that trade went. Um, I also love that it was, you know, pretty short. Um, it, like I had it for a few days, continue to buy into it and it popped. So that's perfect scenario. Um, and then we had Slack, um, which is the ticker work, W-O-R-K, another technology um, ticker. So it's it's pretty, you know, pretty typical what you guys see that I'm holding. I actually um, have been holding this since October 21st. So I think that's before I started the podcast. Um, so, you know, you guys might not know, but I am, I have been holding since, you know, October with this one. My average was 26.66. I had the first small order in at 29.04 with a gain of 2.3. So, you know, over that two point threshold. And then I had a full out at 29.66, making three points. So you guys can definitely start to see a pattern here, right? I sell a small size at the beginning to make sure to secure that profit. I hold out for my true target. Um, so this kind of strategy helps so much because first of all, you're not 100% invested in the trade getting 
100% to your goal. So if that makes sense, basically you're taking your profits where you can a little bit before your target. And then when the target comes, you know, you definitely do get a big reward, but you've already minimized so much risk by securing profits. As a trader, you should never feel bad at securing profits, right? Because the goal is, is to have cash to trade tomorrow. Um, so, you know, don't forget that. Um, and that being said, it's Friday, guys. I am just pumped for next week. I have a lot of cash to enter into trades, so I, I cannot wait um, to trade with you guys next week. The one thing that I'm going to be watching out for and following the news around is Roblox. So that's R-O-B-L-O-X. A lot of times with um, IPOs, I don't really get involved, um, but I wanted to mention this one to you guys uh, because I am excited to, uh, to see this be listed. It's a gaming company. The gaming companies, obviously, I just traded EA. So they've proven to be really great, especially during the pandemic to trade. Um, and so it's going to be listed under RBLX, Roblox. In case you guys don't know anything about this gaming company, I didn't either when I first read about it. Um, but it is a type of, you know, virtual reality game um, where, you know, kids get to live in this Roblox world and, you know, you know, they can communicate, they can host birthday parties virtually and everything. And it's for ages eight to 13, which is really an underserved market on the internet. And now with everybody doing virtual school, obviously that age group is, is has a great opportunity. Um, and it's a pretty cute game. So I think that they're gonna be successful. They have 36.2 million users. Um, so, and I think those might be subscribers, so maybe even paying users. So definitely great number out there and I'll uh, be on the watch next week for more of that news and the last thing to mention is the electric vehicles I'm just gonna be you know watching those continually the Tesla is on the Tesla is on the road to the S&P 500 I do have some levels if the stock dips so we'll continue to dive into that as well as opportunities with other um, car electric vehicles tickers like LI. I also had an order this morning for S for FSR Fisker. It didn't get filled, but hey, there's always the movements next week. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, please be sure to check out my Instagram account for the podcast, Are You Green Podcast. What I love about this account is I can reply back to direct messages. Um, I can post some new up to date. Uh, news and also just stay more engaged with the listeners. So um, I'm really excited that uh, we had such a great week together and I can't wait for next week. Take care traders and friends. Bye.